Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen, his son. Yes, yes. Well, it's uh, here we are, early spring, school uh, year two basically, of uh, two of four. Two of four are for theology is done. For theology is done. And uh, one neat thing that that your seminary does is you guys, you you guys, the seminarians, you'll do, what is it, like once every other year or every couple of years, how that is, you'll do a group trip or in this case, I guess, a pilgrimage. Yeah. So part of our seminary formation at Sacred Heart is that they want us to take a pilgrimage at least once. We have we we do okay. it once during our time um, okay. as seminarians, and the the idea is that we go to the Holy Land and then we go yeah. to Rome. Uh, unfortunately, because of COVID, they they haven't gone for the past two years. I was scheduled to go last summer, okay, but because of COVID, uh, that got canceled. Yeah. So we were like, oh, I, well, we might not be able to do this. But thankfully, yeah. what they decided is this year, because COVID is kind of dying down, some yeah. things are starting to open up, that they're just going to take three classes, the two classes that we're supposed to go, and then the one class that's scheduled to go, all three of our, our classes, so about like 30 seminarians, yeah. 30 to 40 seminarians in total, they took us all, put us in a plane, and they flew us to Rome. And we were in, in Italy and Rome for about a little less than two weeks okay. on pilgrimage. And I know it's... Uh, it sounds like oh, it's fun travels, but it's we shared a little bit before this uh, recording, and it sounds like it was more than just traveling. It was yeah. also uh, a pilgrimage. Yeah, absolutely. In, in, yeah, in a sense. So share with us some of the things that maybe we'll treat it as. You know, uh, we'll walk through step by step where you went, like a travel. But but then yeah, just it's like give a little travel the, blog. Yeah, a travel blog. But give us the things that you saw and you shared, and and maybe talk even about how. Because you shared it with a group, a group of seminarians yeah. too, so it'd be interesting to hear how things uh, touched you and touched them them together. So you flew on over and you started out in Assisi. That's right. So we flew into Rome and then we took a bus and we went all the way to Assisi. Thankfully, like we had a like a whole like pilgrimage tour guide, okay. like a, a guy who was there who 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 lived in Rome and had a pretty good understanding of what to do, where to go, yeah. and so he was he was a very helpful resource. Yeah. So. It allowed us the ability, we don't have to worry about that, so we can just kind of enter into these places that we're at, be present to those places, and kind of really pray through it. So so we went to Assisi first. Assisi was so, the very So first. Assisi, I'm thinking St. Francis. That's right. So let's, you, know, you think Assisi, you think St. Francis. So that's yeah. uh, that was definitely a, a, big par- a big part of what we did, is St. Francis is buried there in Assisi. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was it was a very powerful experience being there, yeah. uh, being in I th- it's a basilica I want to say, mm-hmm. uh, but it's this beautiful building that's uh, be- and, and the CC is on is built on a hill because oh. you know it's an old Italian all 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 the old Italian towns are built in the hills because it's better for protection you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know when you have to worry about things like Invaders. other cities like yeah. other cities trying to take over you you got to build yourself in strategic places so which is really funny because. You're either going uphill or downhill in a CC, and it's it's a workout. It's a workout to. There's not there's not many you know fat people over in, got it. in, a, in a CC. You're you're working out. You you got some pretty good pretty good legs living in a CC. I'm sure, but um uh, but one of the one of the best experiences at a CC was, um, we got we had the opportunity to celebrate mass mm. in uh, at Saint Francis's tomb. Um, wow! Yeah. So wow. and so we were traveling with uh, we were traveling with three priests. There's a fourth that joined joined us in Rome, but we were yeah. traveling with three priests at the time, and it was just a beautiful experience to uh, like 
just go into that space and just pray, pray the mass in that space and to kind of bring to mind like who St. Francis was. And so it was beautiful to, you know, go through seminary to hear his story and to see, you know, he's not just like the, he's not just the animal saint, you know, he's a, he, he lived a very radical, crazy life for the Lord. He started off as a very wealthy man. Yeah felt heard a call from God and he gave everything to God. He yeah. did not leave anything yeah. back. He started the Franciscans yeah. at named after him, Francis yeah. of course. Um and he 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 really emphasized living those three evangelical councils of poverty, chastity and ob- obedience. obedience right. And he lived it very radically and it was so his holiness was very clear and he he had a a very tight group of followers around him. Four of them are buried around him, which is really oh. beautiful to see like you know, the tombs of, I forget it. It's like, I think brother Leo's there and like, okay. he's got, he's got a whole bunch of people around him, but it was, it was beautiful because in reflecting it, reflecting on it with other guys is going to that space, going to Assisi, yeah. going to where St. Francis is buried. You're reminded that like St. Francis isn't just like a concept. Exactly. You know? It's a real, he really, he really, yeah. he really yes. lived. He really lived, you know, those hundred years ago. He really lived, he really walked the earth, and he yeah. was and he really did all that Jesus asked him, and yeah. he didn't leave anything back. And so like pr- like praying the mass there, especially as we're preparing for the priesthood, it's like, oh wow, like, you know, Saint Francis is this real person who had this real living relationship with, with God and he gave everything. He did not leave anything back to himself. That's a challenge for me, you know. Yeah. It's a ch- it's like yeah. it's challenging. It's it's especially for you know us preparing for the priesthood. It's like you know, Lord, I you know I desire to give myself entirely to you, just like Saint Francis did. But I know there's so many places in my life that you know maybe I'm I'm holding back from you, or yeah. I I don't, places may maybe I don't even know that I'm holding back from you. But it's it, it was a really just I found it as very powerful time of prayer, a very powerful experience to be there and pray at the at the tomb of Saint Francis. Yeah, fantastic. And then were there there were other saints there you mentioned? Yeah, so Saint Claire of Assisi is also there. He, yeah. She's kind of like the female uh, companion of of Saint Francis, who who helped started. Uh, I think the women. I, I, no, you're gonna have to forgive me if this is wrong, but because okay. I'm not a Franciscan, but I started like the the a women's movement within the Franciscan movement. Okay. So and she's just another very holy person as well. But okay. another beautiful. Uh, he's just a blessed. He's not officially canonized yet, okay. but his name is. Uh, Blessed Carlo Acutis. Yes. So he's he's buried in in uh, in Assisi as well. A young kid. He died when he was sixteen. And and you know, unlike Saint Francis and Saint Clair, who lived in you know ye olden times, like <laughs> Carlo Acutis died in like two thousand and two thousand and four, two thousand five, maybe yeah. two thousand six. Um. So like, which is crazy to think because it's like that ha- like he was alive in my lifetime and he was you know he he yeah. died a he died a young kid he died at 16 but he was like a really smart guy he was a really techie guy he he built like a website kind of documenting yeah. all the eucharistic miracles that he he knew of um, and is he, his is his web presence still felt it's still, still there you can okay. go you can go online and see the the web uh the web site and it's pretty much exactly as carlo Acutis made it so it's this really yeah. old fashioned website it kind of yeah. yeah it's really funny but but like and he was just like I, I really need to get a, a full biography of his story because he he was a young kid, but he yeah. just fell in love with Christ so early on. He, um, you know, he he, but he but he also loved to do just like normal kid stuff. Like there's a picture of him in Halloween dressed up as Spider Man. You know, he <laughs> you know he was just a normal kid, but he also he had like such a deep love for Christ yeah. that, um, you know, he he was so willing to give everything for him. He was so just like Saint Francis. You know what's nice about that 
is the juxtaposition of those two is as you mentioned saint francis here's somebody from you could think oh way back and it's not that but here it is today mm-hmm. and it's like it continues it, it continues it, it on continues saints today. are still being made still being made and i think that's just a great and a, a great just juxtaposition and probably had to be great yeah, to be there that's and, beautiful and, and too because you you really get to see like the the, the universal call to holiness is like is real because yeah. you know you have saint francis and you think like oh yeah the monastic way of life that's yes. like that's that's the holy way of life yeah. but and it is it's very oh you yeah. live it well yeah. like it can be very holy but yeah but the life of saint of, of blessed carlo acutis is also holy you know yeah. uh, and that's a life li- lived as just a, a lay young man and it was it was beautiful too. One of my favorite experiences on the pilgrimage is uh, so so we believe as Catholics. So relics is kind of they're yeah. kind of an interesting thing. So yeah, um, we believe like you know relics. You know they're things they're objects of 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 like veneration. We're remembering you know the Correct. the saint, and you know we have pieces of their bone or pieces of you know their clothing or something. But uh, in many cases, like a lot of people can't get like. First class relics, which and, are like and bones first, and, so first class is something that directly yeah. So it's like a part, like a part of like the saint. So like a yeah. little piece of the bone, a little piece of hair, or something. Yeah, and then a second a class second class is something... something that they like touched or used. Yeah. So like if you had like a stole from Saint John Paul II yeah. or something, for example. Yeah. A third class relic is something that is touched to a third class, a first class relic. So okay. like for example, what I did in Assisi, which I thought it just came to me in the moment. Since Blessed Carlo Acutis was like a huge guy who was like, he was a big techie and he loved yeah. using the internet. I was like, oh, you know what? Why don't I like make my phone a third class relic? So <laughs> touched my phone to his tomb and I, I, I asked for Carlo's intercession not wow. for the phone and for like my internet usage and that he like yeah. continued to intercede for me and for all the young wow, people. Wow, what, be- what a beautiful thought, you know, because you think of the internet. Yeah. And all of the... I'm sorry, but all of the negative things that happen. But here's mm-hmm. the, the internet can be something that's powerful. And exactly. Good. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So wow. and and it's beautiful that we have like an intercessor like yeah, 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 yeah. Especially for young people, and yes. he's it's beautiful too because he's from our generation. You know, he's he 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 grew up with you know yes. all the tech stuff, the dot com stuff, and yeah. I had this thought too. It was kind of interesting, like walking around Assisi because he spent some time in Assisi. They had like this festival going on in Assisi. It was like a zoo there. There okay. was like a whole bunch of. Uh, it was like the whole town was getting together. They were having like races and st- oh, it was so fun. Yeah. But I was I was I was watching them as they were having like their fun, and I noticed like you know guys in their like thirties and like maybe like mid thirties, and I'm like, you know, that would have probably been Carlo Cudis's age now. Like some of these people, okay. some of these people like might have known him. You know, oh, isn't that because yeah, he spent time? He spent he spent, time he spent a, some time in the CC, right? So it's like, or even like just interacted with him, and I yeah. thought, like, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy yeah. to think that like there's people around like my age or people who are right. still living who like interacted with saints. You know, mm-hmm. so I think it's just it was just a beautiful experience there. It definitely was a highlight of the. Well, technically, he's blessed. So he's blessed. Might, he's yeah, blessed, but yeah, I th- maybe yeah. it's a matter maybe, of time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm playing, see, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, but so, but that's great. That was that had to be beautiful to be there. And, oh and yeah, it was, a, it was and, a great experience. Um, so then, from let's keep moving along our pilgrimage here. So from Assisi, you went to Florence, I believe you said. Yeah, I went to Florence. That we didn't do too much of the okay. church hopping, or yeah, you know, we were doing more of just like looking at religious art and and um, 
looking at the beautiful cathedral there in Florence. So that was that was a blessing too. Okay. Just, uh, yeah, just seeing the art. There's sure. Not, I oh, know uh, I you know me. Much. I love I love a good art gallery and I love good. Oh art yeah, art. no, it's it was it was good to uh, yeah. It, it was definitely a, a place to appreciate culture. So the part, yeah. point of the pilgrimage is you know we go to places to pray and we go to places mm-hmm. to encounter the Lord, but we also go to you know we go to Italy just to kind of get a sense of the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I think that's part of the pilgrimage as well, is to just kind of see, like, what's what's the cultural milieu that these saints came out of? You okay. Know? So it's it's kind of just part of it as well. It's get, getting a sense of the culture. Well, you mentioned uh, in Florence, though, you took a day trip, too. Yeah, so we took a, we took two day trips when okay. we were in, in, in Florence. We took a day trip to Siena, which is where St. Catherine of Siena was. So we okay. venerated her relics there, which was okay. another, that, another, talk about another fiery woman who gave oh, yeah. everything to the Lord. So. Yeah. And then um, uh, we went to Orvieto for a day trip, which is where there's a, a Eucharistic miracle that's there. Yes, one so, of the mo- yeah, like to, we had re- briefly talked about it. To yeah. me, that's like the, the like it's one the of the f- first that at least yeah, the, first the first that I can recorded. think of. Now, yeah, now they're going to fact check us. And, yeah, I know. All no, right, okay. please do not. Yeah, all right, that's yeah, fine. People can fact check it's, us. But, uh, but, it, yeah, but the backstory on that one is a great backstory. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, very the, beautiful. Go ahead, once so, you, you share it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the the brief sketches. So yeah. it's a priest was celebrating mass. I think he was on a pilgrimage. He was on a way. He was, he was on his way to Rome, and he was having some a hard time with his faith. Yeah. Like, you know, this priest, he's like, oh man, a priest can have a hard time with his faith. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. sometimes there's their dark moments for, for priests as well. So. Yeah. And he was, he was doubting the true presence of the Eucharist and he was celebrating mass. And as he was celebrating mass, when he got to the consecration and he consecrated the Eucharist, consecrated the body, um, the, the drops of blood started dripping from the, from the host. From the host. And it, it landed on the on the patent or, or it landed on the, on the corporal, the, the white cloth, the white square cloth that was underneath uh, this priest as he was celebrating mass. And, um, and so he, he saved the cloth cause yeah. he, I, he was just probably so, so shocked. And he actually, yeah. he sent it to the Pope who was at that time living in Orvieto in yeah. Italy. And I think through some investigation, they found that it was just true. And, yeah. and, uh, and, and they, they kind of, they enshrined it enshrined this corporal and they've they've kept it in Orvieto since, so yeah. so fa- the faithful flock there, and they they yeah. venerate it. And so you got beautiful. you got to see that corporal. Got to see that corporal. Sweet. It's still around. So it's Sweet. it's kind of, you don't really see the stains because you know it's a very old yeah. very old cloth. But I think they've done studies on it. That show oh yeah, it. no, I know that because I've I've studied up a little bit on Eucharistic because uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and to me that's like the first one. But I know there's been with modern science that they have, they can like go look at and determine yes, this yeah, is totally yeah. this is blood. This is from a heart tissue. Yeah, and there's been many more modern Eucharistic miracles. Yeah, but to me, and that's if you the, uh, and if you want to know more, you can go to Blessed Carlo Acuda's website. Oh, sweet! Yeah, you can look that. it up. I didn't know yeah, that was he, part he's of got, his, Yeah, uh... Carlo Acuda's website. He's got a huge like uh, listing of. He has a listing of. I think I don't know if it's every single one, but he has a whole bunch of Eucharistic miracles on it. So there's oh, a little plug oh, there, for Blessed see, Carlo Acuda's. It, it, it all all comes. All now comes you remember that around. when I you know when I'm <laughs> when I'm standing before the Lord there, Carlo Acuda. Remember, <laughs> I plugged your website. So. <laughs> That's that's very good, very good. And then um, from Orvieto to Rome, we went to Rome. Yeah, okay. which was what a great experience. That's yeah. I mean, that, I'm glad we did that last because that's really the crown jewel of. of but this of is not this is not your first trip to Rome. Not my first trip. This is my second trip. But I, my first trip was only four days, and you can't do yeah. Rome in four days. It's and you were kind of in a sense by your you didn't have a tour. guide. I didn't have a tour guide, so I, yeah. I just went to all like I went to the four major papal basilicas the first time I went yeah. there, which is Saint Peter's Basilica, which is the big the big one that everybody yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saint John. Lateran, which is actually technically the cathedral of Rome. Yes. Uh, and then St. Mary Major, which is in the city, and then St. Paul outside the wall, which is right. outside the city. 
So this go around. So this go around, we had the opportunity to the, see. This was it was wonderful. This go around because I was with thirty other mm-hmm. seminarians, mm-hmm. and a few of them actually studied abroad in Rome, so they had a better oh, sense of the city. So okay. I, I I tagged up with a few of them, and the first day, oh, we just went nuts. We we, we had a free like morning and afternoon, so. We just went church hopping, and we must have gone through like 11, 12 churches. <laughs> like, it got to the point where we'd like walk into a beautiful church and, like, okay, there's a saint that's over there. Let's pray over there. It's like, okay, we got to go to the next one. Okay, and you walk in, and it's a church that's even more beautiful, and there's yeah. two saints this time. It got to the point where, like, we were starting to walk by churches, and we were asking, like, okay, who's buried there? Oh, nobody? Nobody that we want to see? Sa- okay, how many saints you got? How many saints you got? If you don't got, if you have, if you have, if you don't have more than two saints, we're not going in. Or if you got, you got a big name, if you got an Ignatius, yeah, we'll go in there. But if you don't, if you got oh. something like, you know, uh, Bruxton of something, I don't know, we're, we'll skip that. We'll skip that. That's funny. So, yeah, no, but it was, it was a really beautiful experience. Just kind of, I was reflecting on it with, with my brothers, just kind of, going into all these churches and like, like I said, each one's more beautiful than the next. And there's like a certain sense that like you walk into these churches and you see just the, the, the amazing beauty mm-hmm. and all of these churches. And it's just like, and Rome is just littered with them. Yeah. And it's like, there's a sense like when you're praying there that it's like, wow, like, you know, the Lord is present here. The Lord has made this space like sacred. The Lord has made the space ordered and, you know, and it's so beautiful. And it, it really, the sense you get is like, you're being hugged by all the beauty. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. you're really sensing like, oh my gosh, like, you know, all oh, this is beautiful. But like, what's even more beautiful is that the Lord, you know, saves souls, that the Lord is saving my soul, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's there's a real sense of like, wow, the Lord is like looking at, looking at me. He's looking at his church and he desires, he desires relationship with us. He desires to, you know, be conformed to him. And along with that, we have saints like yeah. St. Francis, like blessed Carlo Acutis has walked the walk, talked the talk. And, yeah. and now they're, and, and now they're with the Lord in heaven. So, yeah. and, and we have their, their, their relics so we can venerate them and we can remember like that incarnational piece that we said earlier, like these are people, real people who lived it. Yeah. And like, we can, we can pray for them for help as we go on our journey. And just to under, kind of underscore your point, I think that's, Doing that pilgrimage, being there in person, just underscores that our faith is, because it's tough in these days, our faith is physical, it's real. Mm -hmm. And and these days we live in our minds so much. We do, yeah, we live in our minds. And uh, I think as all of us, I think we're all called, just like we're called to be physically present at the Mass, we're called to be physically present on our own pilgrimages. It's Mm -hmm. not where you can just... Oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to break bad on your sister here a little bit. Uh-oh. We used to, when she doesn't pray, listen to this. So this no, that's good. okay. We used to pray it when we pray at night. Mm-hmm. It would be like, okay, well, say your prayers. She'd like, well, I'm praying them inside. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, you got to say them. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to say them out. Yeah. And it's the same. You got to live it. You got to, you got to, uh, uh, um, mm-hmm. you have to, to touch it. And I think totally. that a, a, a any pilgrimage you can take. If you can't fly all the way across the Rome, you, there's play, there's there's any church. There's churches you can. That's go, right. Go to What's here so beautiful too is like the most treasured thing that's in Rome is not like the cathedrals. The yeah. most treasured thing in Rome is not the relics of the saints. The most treasured thing in Rome is the Eucharist. Yes, it's the most yes. treasured thing in Rome, yes. and you can get that Eucharist 
when you go to mass, you yeah. know, you can get the Eucharist. Yeah. You can go to your local Catholic parish and you can see the what the the, tr- the full treasure of the church. Amen. Which is awesome. Yeah, and I, I love that you said that. Like, you know, there there is a physical portion to yes. like coming. Like, just it's so important to remember that we are. You know, we're not just like spirits. We're not just like spirits inhabiting a body or yeah. like. No, we are. We are. Imbo- we are embodied spirits. You know, we are yes. physical people. We are physical. You know. Yep. Uh, so, and it's so important for us because that's how we interact with the world. You know, the world was created good, and we're we're able to interact with it. That's how we come to know things. It's how yeah. Christ chose to touch us. You know, yeah. that Christ didn't make the Eucharist just some spiritual thing that yeah. we like have to think about. He gave us, you know, His body and blood under the appearance of bread and wine. Like He 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 made it. He He gave us the Eucharist so He could nourish us like soul and body yeah. and it, and that's the way that he desires to touch us that's the way he desires to save us so it's it, that's a yeah. be- that's a beautiful point yeah. there that you bring up yeah excellent well i think um uh, i that's about all i've, I've got yeah, that sounds good to me it all was right, it was a beautiful good. pilgrimage it was yeah, a real blessing great great and and a pilgrimage along the way of our of our life pilgrimage you know yeah doesn't end and looking we'll be looking forward to hearing of uh of future pilgrimages and thank you mm-hmm. for uh for sharing this one with us Stephen. appreciate it no thank you it's yeah. glad i'm glad to be here okay well that about wraps it up for us for uh, this month um just wanted to remind you folks there is no charge for father and dad but we do ask for one form of payment uh if you like what you've heard tell two friends thank you much for listening and we'll see you next month he came down to earth.